Every single time Hunter wakes up from a nap these days, he's asking for a snack and it's usually a fruit snack. And I used to say heck no to all kinds of fruit snacks and goodies like that because I hated all of the artificial dyes, harmful ingredients, and the ridiculous amount of sugar that they have. And while I still am a big proponent in not having all of those things all the time, I find so much hope in knowing that Thrive Market has me covered and has Hunter covered for not just all of those sweet fun treats, but also other essentials while keeping him safe and healthy. And it's honestly become a fun little tradition for Michael and I to sit down and pick out our Thrive Market order. They're so amazing and such our go-to for delicious snacks and pantry essentials and so much more. Their app is so easy to use and everything is delivered to our doorstep in a matter of days, which drastically reduces my stress level because making time to go to the grocery store is my least favorite thing to do. Plus, I'm obsessed with their standards. They restrict literally 1,000 plus harmful ingredients and they only allow the most trusted ingredients for you. I mean, even last order, I saved $20 and got an incredible deal on the poppy probiotic sodas that I love. Plus, it's not just good for your family. When you join Thrive Market, they also gift a membership to a family in need, which is the greatest. So let's save time and money and shop Thrive Market today. Go to thrivemarket.com slash truthtalks for 30% off your first order. Plus, you get a $60 gift for free. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash truth talks. Thrivemarket.com slash truth talks. Hey friend, you're listening to Truth Talks with Tara, a podcast dedicated to helping you know, love, and live God's word. I'm your host, Tara, and I am so glad that you're here. Each week, we'll dive into scripture together. We'll answer questions we all have about the Bible and about how to live for God, as well as learn from some of my amazing friends and guests. If you want to see how God's word can truly change your everyday life, this show is for you. My prayer is that we would all grow in our knowledge of God so that we can live boldly for Him. So, what do you say? Let's get into it. Hey, hey, Truth Talks fam, what is happening? I hope you're having an amazing and blessed day. We're going to sit down, just the two of us today, and have a conversation about some ways to get more out of your Bible time, out of your Bible reading time. I've been thinking about this a lot, and if I'm being super transparent and honest, being a mom, don't get me wrong, has been the best thing that has ever happened to me, but something that I've noticed that a lot of moms do, or a lot of people with just busy lives notice, is that my Bible time with the Lord can kind of go to the wayside. It's one of the things that sadly gets kind of put on the back burner when life gets busy, when it should be the first thing that we prioritize really. So for me, I have been trying to really hone in on some things that can help me get more of my Bible time, especially since I don't have as much time with a baby now as I used to really just sit down and get in the word. So I was thinking about this the other day and I was thinking how we sit down and read our Bibles and we really long to get more out of it. And when I say get more out of it, I mean to understand more, to really take away more practical tips and to really have a better time understanding and have a better time enjoying the scriptures in God's word because sometimes it can feel like this monotonous task. And so I compiled just some ideas that would maybe help you to get more out of your Bible time, especially if you don't have a lot of time, but also if you 
do have a lot of time. These are just some practical tips that can really help you just lean in more, understand more, enjoy more. They've helped me and so maybe they will help you today. So let's get into it. But before we do, I just want to encourage you, if you have not subscribed to the show yet, please do. If you're new and this is the very first episode you're listening to of Truth Talks with Tara, hi, I am so happy you're here. I'm so glad to meet you. I'm so thankful and I never take it for granted that you're here and that you choose to listen. If the show has impacted you in any way, if you have been encouraged, if the Lord has met you and done something in your life through the show, I would really encourage you to take a minute and scroll down on Apple Podcasts and leave a star rating, one through five, five star would be great, but any kind of review on the show and maybe a little written blurb about what you've learned, an episode you've loved, what God has really helped you in your faith and how he's helped you grow through maybe listening to the show. This is the kindest and most impactful way to help the show grow. We want to get that show out into more ears and to do that reviews are so so crucial So thank you in advance and also thank you if you have already I read them all the time And I know I know no no that God gets all the glory for this Okay, let's just get into some of these ways that you can get more out of your bible time Okay, so the first thing that I would encourage you to do and the first thing that I have been doing a lot Is just sitting down and not rushing through reading the scriptures. So when I read my Bible, I like to go through by one book at a time and just read straight through, meaning, okay, I'll start, let's say I'm starting in Genesis and I'll read chapter one, one day, and then I'll read chapter two the next day. So I just go in order and I make sure that I read chunk by chunk. And that way I'm not skipping through the Bible. It just helps me with context. It helps me just to really just understand what's going on by not skipping around and just completing something. So that's how I read. But I think we get really hung up when we just breeze through the scripture and we just read through really quickly. And so something that's so simple and it sounds so like duh kind of moment is actually just not rush through reading the scriptures. And this means sometimes reading, say you're reading a couple verses or you're reading an entire chapter of like first Timothy or something, just sitting down reading it straight through. So reading the whole entire chapter without trying to dig in yet, but reading it one time through, reading it again, maybe even reading it three times, reading a couple verses, reading them consecutively and not rushing through it. I honestly have a hard time sometimes. I just want to sit down, get into the verse and unpack it right away. But what really helps me slow down, absorb the truth is to just sit, not rush, take a few deep breaths and just read the passage through a couple times so that the words, the truth begins to saturate and like marinate in my mind, if you will. I would definitely not skip over this one. I was really convicted to slow down in my reading last week because also I felt this urgency just to complete my reading and my Bible time because I had other things to do. But slowing down and repeating the passage, reading the passage over and over again or a couple times really just helps you slow down, just reset your pace, um, just really calm down, um, be still with the Lord. And so maybe try that and see if that helps. Okay, and another thing I would also encourage you to use, another thing to help you get more out of your Bible time is to use commentaries and study Bibles. So a study Bible, if you follow me on Instagram, I am recommending study Bibles all the time. I want to preface this with saying that study Bibles shouldn't be just something that we necessarily only rely on, meaning we shouldn't just read the commentary notes and think that's God's word. Study Bibles are helpful to give us context and historical background and maybe define words and phrases where it can 
confused on, but it shouldn't be the something the sole something that we rely on, if that makes sense. But I am a big proponent in the ESV Study Bible, which I will link my favorite in the show notes. I also have a discount code for this one in particular and all the other Bibles on the site. But I just want to encourage you to maybe look into a study Bible, NIV Study Bible, CSB. There are some awesome versions out there that offer study Bibles, but in its essence, in its simplest form, a study Bible just gives you historical context, background, dates, times, themes of books of the Bible. And you can trust these commentaries. You can trust, you know, the the really reputable ones. Um, I'm talking specifically about the ESV Study Bible. There's some other awesome ones. Again, like I said, um, CSB, NIV, there's some other ones. But these study Bibles have been held up against history. They've been researched. They've been studied. The people that do these study notes aren't people who just don't have any background. They know the original language of the Bible, Hebrew, Greek, Aramaic. They know all of those things. So you can trust that their notes are fairly reliable. And a lot of them sometimes, even let's say, for example, the book of Hebrews, no one actually knows who wrote the book of Hebrews. And they also say that too in in the study Bible. They say, you know, we're not really sure who wrote the book of Hebrews, but here are some clues and here's the themes. And so if you're stuck on, you know, a book of the Bible that seems confusing, let's say like Leviticus, or you're having a hard time understanding Acts, you can go to a study Bible and you can read the notes, you can read the section before the book starts, and you can hear themes, you can hear historical context you can hear about the author because that is all so important to understanding the whole entire breadth and width of a bible book this episode is brought to you by better help 2024 has simultaneously felt like the longest and shortest year. Our little family has gone through so many highs and lows and joys and valleys. I mean, Hunter's growing up so crazy and our calendars are so crazy. And this is usually the time of year where so many of us give up on our New Year's resolutions. And while some of mine have not panned out, to be honest, there are some that have. I am personally really proud of my consistent workout routine this year. It has been something that has been so off and on since having Hunter. It's also given me so much mental clarity to be physically active. I'm also really proud that I have instilled regular rhythms of rest in my life and not just rest when I'm burnt out, which was usually the norm. When life moves so quickly, let's just slow down and celebrate our little wins and move forward in faith and make adjustments for the rest of the year. This is your little mid-year check-in. Therapy can help you take stock of your progress and set achievable goals for the rest of the year. So if you're thinking about giving therapy a try, try BetterHelp to keep you on track. It's entirely online, so it flows with your lifestyle, and you can select a therapist that fits your needs and beliefs, but also feel the freedom to switch at any time to find the best match. Therapy gives you the space to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and process it, which can be really hard on your own. So visit betterhelp.com slash truth talks today and get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash truth talks. Something else that may help you get more out of your Bible time is highlighting and journaling. So I just put this on my stories the other day on Instagram, just sharing how highlighting and Bible journaling is awesome, but there is this fine line that we need to walk where it can be a very helpful tool for learning and observing and um, just staying connected and engaged when you're reading your Bible. But also I feel like we live in this culture of aesthetics, meaning people just want a Bible to look beautiful and not necessarily really care sometimes about the content but really look more for the aesthetics and how the bible looks and you know all the beautiful colors and so if highlighting is something that can help you stay focused and observe and underlying key passages and themes then great but i would just encourage us i'm so guilty of this i have a bunch of bibles you know written up and highlighted but 
a lot of times I have to ask myself and check my motivations and be like, okay, why am I highlighting this? Am I highlighting it because I just want to color something and, or I want to post something to Instagram and make it look cute or am I really highlighting so I can actually understand more, so I can get more, so I can um, just really get to know the Lord more and his word. Um, but again, highlighting is an amazing tool to help you kind of stay engaged and if you like to highlight key themes or key verses, highlighting is a great way to do that and keep track of that. So that could be a really helpful thing as well as journaling this could be anything as far as just writing down notes in a journal or getting a guided bible study journal that would also help that i can link again a bunch of my favorite bible study journals and resources in the description so you can check them out but this is another way just to stay engaged to get more I find, and I feel like there's a research or study done on this about when you write things down, that it really helps you remember it. And I really think that helps, at least for me. And so maybe that's something worth trying. Now, I'm all for this next one too, and that is to ask questions, to be someone who isn't afraid to ask questions, either just by yourself or with other people. When you're reading the scriptures, don't be afraid to ask questions and be like, okay, who was that person? What is this character? Or what does this word mean? And go search for the answers in commentaries or from a trusted friend or even in a study Bible that may give you those answers. When we question things, I'm not saying to doubt God's word because God's word is the truth. And honestly, if you do have doubts, God's word will always answer those for you. But I'm just saying when we question things like that, it helps us to really analyze and really study something more in depth instead of just staying on the surface. So for example, say you're reading um, 1 Timothy or 2 Timothy and you're like, who even is this Timothy guy? Like I know Paul is writing this book, but who is Timothy? So ask that question and let those questions prompt you and really push you to dig deeper and understand more of what God's word says because you will absolutely get more out of your Bible study time if you do that. Now, I don't want us to breeze past this one like, no, duh, kind of thing. I feel like we say there are certain things in the Christian life that are cliche when they really shouldn't be because they're like cornerstones and it's good to be reminded of these things and not consider them cliche. And I'm going to bring up the topic of prayer and praying. Man, to get more out of your Bible time, meaning to understand deeper, to connect with God more, to learn more about Him, to love Him more, prayer is so essential to that. Prayer is essential really to our every day, to our every waking moment. But praying when we're reading the Bible really helps us to just surrender and be like, Lord, I am dependent on you. I need you to help me understand what's going on. I need you to help me desire to want to spend time in the word. And so praying just continually, even before you open your Bible and saying, Lord, I need you. I really desire to know you more, to understand your word. So please give me wisdom. Please give me the eyes to see and the ears to hear what you have for me in your word. I want to honor you. Even just simple prayers like that. And then asking him throughout your day just to help you stay connected to him. Let's not like just think that prayer is a cliched answer to everything because it, is, it should be everything. It should be a part of our every moment. The next thing I would encourage you is to cut out distractions. So in order to really focus and understand and dive deep, when we have those distractions in our lives, it really gets in the way. So I'm talking your phone. I am talking um, noises, TV, um, any of those other things. I mean, we have things in our lives like if you're a mom or if you're at work or if you have school, like those are things that you have to do. Those are your responsibilities. But when you're spending time with the Lord, if you can, if all possible, to cut out those distractions or minimize them is so, so helpful. 
It can be as simple as putting your phone in another room. If you have an appointment you have to go to, set an alarm, put your phone in another room, turn it off if you can, or put it on do not disturb and just let it lie. Do the same thing for your computers. If you have TV on, get out of the room with the TV or turn it off or just all those kinds of things. Even have accountability from someone else. Michael and I both decided the other morning that we... We're both going to keep each other accountable and that we were not going to start work, um, either one of our works, until we have spent time with the Lord. And we ask each other, hey, have you spent time with the Lord? Or, hey, have you started work yet? And if so, have you spent time with the Lord? And so to have those things in place is also really helpful. And to get more, we need to be focused. We need to be all in with the Lord. Um, Again, sometimes things pop up. I think I had an episode with my friend Naomi about quiet time. We call our Bible time quiet time and how sometimes we feel guilty if our time in the Lord is not quiet. If we have kids running around or if we have other things going on. Now, I'm not saying that your Bible time has to be completely quiet and that there won't be distractions and and things that pop up and that need you, but if at all possible, just cutting out those major distractions and those things that can pull our affections like our phones, like social media, is really, really helpful. So I mentioned this earlier in in my first tip, but I'm going to mention it just briefly right now. And another way to really help you get more out of your Bible time and to understand more is to make your way through the Bible consecutively or chronologically or read a book straight through without skipping around. I think sometimes we get confused, we get jumbled when we just flip open our Bible one morning, read a verse, and then flip open to something else completely different the next morning, which sometimes that's okay. But I think most, for the most part, for our complete and comprehensive understanding, of God's word it is so helpful to read book by book just read it straight through read chapter one one day and then read the second chapter the next day and just follow in line it's also a great way to kind of have a bible study plan or a bible reading plan per se it's just set up for you you're just reading the book of the bible straight through and it also when we read in context when we read just the whole story in one sitting when we read it just as this picture that it was meant to be it really helps us understand what's going on without being confused without having all of this jumping around going on so that's something that I would really encourage you to do. I love doing this and reading just book by book. You can even do a chronological plan. You can even just read the Bible straight through Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. Just keep going. That's an amazing way also for you to um, have something to look forward to when you're reading your Bible. When we have something that we know we're doing, some sort of plan or some sort of routine or rhythm, it also helps us kind of get into that mindset just to get expectant and just to know this is what we're reading. And it also just helps us keep that rhythm of reading God's word every day, which again is how we really grow in the Lord is by spending consistent time with him. Okay, and my last tip, I just basically mentioned it just a few seconds ago, but I just want to encourage you to be consistent. If you want to get more out of your Bible time, I I feel like it's with anything. If you say you run track, say you are training for a marathon, which is like the easiest metaphor in the world, but I'm going to use it. But say you're training for this marathon, this half marathon, whatever, and you're training for it, How are you going to build up that endurance and that strength if you only train for a marathon once? If you only just run once and then you run your marathon the next couple months later? If you want consistency, if you want to get more out of your endurance, if you want to be stronger, if you want to do better on this marathon and get a better time, you need to be consistently training. Whether that's a few days a week, whether that's every day, you need to be consistent in that training. And so the same goes for our time in the Lord, for getting more out of our Bible time is to be consistent, is to make that a rhythm and a routine in your life, spending time in God's word daily. 
I know that we all have busy lives and that looks different for all of us, whether we're a mom, whether we're working, whether we're a working mom, whether we're in school, whatever it may be, whether we're in ministry, we all have some sort of busyness in our lives. And I actually just posted a new YouTube video on my channel about that, which I will link below too, about some ways to spend time and prioritize the Lord when we have such busy schedules. But I think that's something that we really need to aim for. And just realizing there's so much grace and that it's okay that if your Bible time looks different from yesterday and it's okay if it's only a few minutes, but really pursuing the Lord and carving out time for him, prioritizing him, that also just helps us just desire him more. And I think that's one of the biggest keys. People ask me all the time, like Tara, how do I actually get in the word? Like I want to, but I don't know how to. I always encourage people just to start with a simple prayer of desire and be like, Lord, I want to be consistent in your word. I want to spend every day in your word. Please give me the desire. God wants to give us time with him. He wants us to spend time with him. And so when we pray and ask to spend time with him, he is going to help us. We do need to put some effort in on our part, right? And to be active in carving out that time and prioritizing that time and not letting other things overtake it or excuses overtake us. But I just really think that we need just to sit down and say, Lord, every day, give me a desire to spend time with you. And through that consistency, we will get more out of our Bible time. We will get more understanding. We will honestly, I really believe this. When you spend more time with the Lord in the word, in prayer, in fellowship, you're going to desire him more. You're going to understand the Bible more. You're going to love him more. And that is exactly what we want when we say getting more out of our Bible time. Okay, friends, those were some suggestions and hopefully encouragements on how to help you get more out of your Bible study time, how to enjoy getting into the word more, how to understand more in the word, how to really dig deeper. I feel like they're very simple, but I was just talking to a friend the other day and I feel like that's really what it is. I feel like sometimes we overcomplicate these things when God really just has a simple life-giving way to live and he's laid it all out in scripture. And so I pray that this is helpful. I pray that maybe these are implemented and that they give you um, great encouragement and they help you just dive deeper. I know for me, a lot of these have really helped. And again, day by day, we just have to wake up and say, Lord, I'm going to follow you. I love you. Please help me to desire to get into your word. Please help me to grow in your word. And that's really all we can do. That's the best thing we can do. So thank you for tuning in again with me on another episode. It was such a joy just to sit down one-on-one with you. I love you. I'm such a big fan of you. Thank you for being here. You are a sweet, sweet part of the Truth Talks with Tara fam. I will talk to you next week.